Well, we've been talking about the impact that energies have had on the dollar. Oftentimes you think about the dollar impacting energies, but with that kind of indirect tail wagging the dog sort of impact on the euro, the euro impacting the dollar, I mean, the ripple effect in the dynamic environment is widespread, to say the least, as always, when you're talking energies. And that's why we have Carly Garner, the senior commodity strategist and broker at DCarly Trading with us this morning to help us sift through some of the details. Carly, good morning to you. Welcome. I want to begin with... Uh, basically energy markets here and that uh, natural gas move lower we've seen I think it's six weeks in a row uh, if lower uh, well last week it was the six week in a row I think seven uh, bucks below we've seen uh, a move lower after that runoff from 10 down to three dollars I mean why the price decay to this extent and is there further opportunity to the downside well in in my opinion we're opinion we're getting towards uh, long-term support levels and believe it or not as ugly as the chart is we are actually holding support in the low three dollars and i believe at some point in the next uh let's say handful of weeks we're we're moving sharply the other way i don't think we're looking at nine ten dollar gas like we saw last year but five to six dollar gas is definitely doable and i think it's probably probable to be honest um what we're seeing here i mean i've been doing this long enough to see what a long squeeze looks like so we've, we've got momentum selling so speculators are jumping on the short side uh anyone that was remaining long is starting to feel too much pain and, and throwing in the towel we're running sell stops so all of these things are working against natural gas and on the fundamental side uh we've got the freeport lng port that's been closed and definitely where i guess uh, regulations are holding back the reopening of that so we're kind of in a perfect storm of bearish news it's the exact opposite of what we saw last year when we were in a perfect storm of bullish news um, we're seeing inventory build up which is great news for consumers bad news for anybody long natural gas but uh if you remember when natural gas was trading nine ten dollars inventory was really tight and the assumption was we're going to the moon well now we're just literally the exact opposite apex of, in that situation inventories are bigger than anyone could have imagined six to nine months ago and uh things aren't looking good for natural gas but the chart that you showed a few minutes ago is a really, uh, it's really indicative of how natural gas works. Exactly when it feels and looks desperate and it looks the worst is when things start to turn around. So don't be shocked if we start seeing natural gas move the other way. Yeah, that run up to $10, I think, had a lot of people on their heels. But again, as we've seen, prices come off significantly back down to below 310, as mentioned here. You know, I, I noticed also in terms of uh, one of the bearish factors here, it was just last week, I think it was the EIA mentioned that we're going to see record production here in the U.S. They talked about how that's going to drive prices down as well and it, it definitely well it seemed to accelerate this move it, it, nonetheless absolutely and again i think we're in a situation where all of the bearish news is out or at least the majority of it and the markets price it in so when you get to that situation where uh you know maybe there's potentially not a lot of room for any additional bearish news then then it, prices tend to flip and it doesn't even necessarily take a bullish uh, story to change things it just takes profit-taking and position positioning from traders. So we'll see what happens. I like that, Carly. You, you oftentimes bring to our attention how markets overdo it. In this instance, the downside, it seems like. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to turn on a dime, but we'll continue to watch this as it uh, seems to be a bit extended, to say the least. Let's talk a little bit about um, what we're seeing in terms of uh, crude oil right now, because uh, it does seem like the Biden administration, the Fed, for that matter, a lot of investors are kind of banking on prices coming off. We'd seen uh, back down to 70 in December, but now we're starting to inch our way back up through the $80 level. I've seen prices at the pump starting to work the higher imagine this is kind of a, a thorn in the side of the uh those that were saying that inflation was going to uh diminish at the very least it seems more like it could linger for a little while if we see prices continue to hold these upper levels 
Correct. And I do think that uh, in the big picture, I think crude oil probably will creep a little bit higher. I think on the show I've mentioned before, my target in 2023, and it's a big, big target, but charting tells me that crude oil should remain anywhere from 70 to $95. So there's a, a big spread there. Um, I think it was Reuters that uh, and is anticipating an average price of $89 a barrel. In my opinion, that's maybe a little lofty. Uh, they're probably pricing in some some really big demand numbers out of China, which I'm not sure China's gonna deliver exactly what the market's expecting in, in that regard. So I wouldn't be surprised. If you look at a daily chart, we're coming up against some pretty good resistance, uh, somewhere around 82 to 83, mm -hmm. and then again at 85. Wouldn't be shocked to see one more trip to the downside. Trading is not as easy as following the fundamental narratives in the news and, and trading accordingly. I'm, so my guess is we probably have one more flush out, uh, maybe even to the high 60s, believe it or not. I know it doesn't sound likely, but it's definitely doable. Um, and then from those levels, traders should be able to hopefully uh, relatively comfortably be bullish uh, from high 60s, low 70s, if seen. I mean, there's no guarantees, but I think there's a much better than 50-50 chance we get it. 82, 83, 85-ish kind of coincides with that decent high that we saw that we've been really struggling with. And then 93, 95 coincides with a bit of a double top we saw back in October, November. Let's talk a little bit about metal. Silver spiked lower yesterday, a technical spike, but it seemed to be somewhat short-lived. Gold uh, kind of rallied back because the dollar has just been sort of weak. I'd imagine that's supporting the metals. There's obviously a lot of concern, as you mentioned, in terms of that reopening trade in China developing. But uh, what are you watching in terms of gold comfortable around this 1930? level 1940 it's been strong above 1900 silver kind of uh, again as I mentioned spike lower yesterday around 23 copper for the most part sort of uh, uh, showing some optimism into this China reopening uh, expectations but it's still waiting for more actual uh, real results it seems like so it, overall, I still continue to like the upside in the metals, especially with the, uh, what we're seeing going on in the currency market. As the currency market's re normalizing from last year's chaos, we're seeing uh, the metals move higher. The thing that's interesting to me is silver, which I consider kind of a bellwether because it's both an industrial metal and a precious metal. Uh, silver's lagging gold and copper, and that's kind of a red flag for me. It makes me think that maybe we're due for a, a good-sized correction in copper and gold before we resume the uptrend. I wouldn't be shocked to see See gold pull back to 1800 or 1830. That said, I'm not bearish. I'm bullish. So if you're if you're sitting on profits on the upside, maybe just protect yourself or hedge it, because uh, there's a good chance we get a pullback. Um, but in the, in the overall scheme of things, honestly, uh, gold looks good to me. As I continue to expect the dollar to weaken, I wouldn't be shocked to see a bounce in the short run, maybe even as high as 106 in the index. But ultimately, I'm looking for the high 90s in the dollar. And if that's the case, we should see gold. Uh, press up towards 2100, which was the high of a year a year or so ago. And if we break that, I think 2600s in the cards. There's a really long trend line you can draw that dates back to, I think, 2018 uh, of the, the highs that we've seen from 2018 to now. And it comes in around 2600, which is hard to imagine, but that's how gold is. It goes to levels that most people don't expect, and they, it does it pretty quickly. Taking a look at the longer term here, gold has done well for investors and uh, we'll continue to watch here through the middle of this range that we've been in. You pointed out the range from last year, which is up around 2100 down to recently around, we'll call it 16 and back through 19. We talk about the significance of the middle uh, zone in terms of range that forms and especially we see energy like what we've seen off those lows from last fall, a bit of a triple bottom around 1620 forming and the rally we've seen since. Uh, lastly, I wanted your thoughts, uh, Carly. I know you keep an eye on commodities across the board and I, I pulled the chart yesterday I saw wheat breaking to the downside uh, what's behind the selling there 
you know, uh, for what I can see, there's there's a lot of funds that are net short and getting even shorter into the support levels, which is interesting to me. I think that we're probably in a situation where, according to the COT report anyway, the market's too short, and I think it's going to get caught off bounds. Um, we are obviously pressing to the downside, but believe it or not, we are holding trend line support levels. And in my opinion, it's just a matter of time before fundamentals come back in. And also, the wheat market seems to be completely ignoring the weaker dollar, and mm -hmm. at some point that's going to matter. So if, if you're short, be careful, make sure you tighten your stops, because we could we could flip pretty quickly. Well, the reason it stood out for me is it didn't seem like beans or corn were participating to the downside. Something to watch there as well. Carly, always appreciate you joining us here. Solid breakdown. Carly Garner, senior commodity strategist and broker at DCarly Trading.